All right, so we're starting Daf Kuf Yudtes, Bezos Hashem, the new Perek, and, um, but very much continuing with the Nyanim that we've been discussing before, which is the Isha goes, and this is pretty much going to carry us through through the end of the Perek, um, based on Isha Shalom, the Isha being made on herself that her husband died, and it's very similar to Isha Rabba that we had, right, where the Eid Echad comes. So here, Zak the new Perek, we say, Ha'isha Shaholach Bala, Vitzaras Medina Sayyam. So let's say the husband and a tsara goes to Medina Sayyam. Uva'u, and now they come and tell the wife, Ba'amrullah, they say, Mez Balach, that your husband has died. Okay, so the, the Mishnah says, so in theory, if the husband died, so she should be, she should be, um, you know, free, free to go, or do yibam, either one. If there's a brother, she would have to do yibam. If not, she would be free to go. Except, says the Mishnah, we've definitely had this case before, that you have to be concerned, she has to be concerned that maybe, and this is going to go based on the uh, premise that roiv, we have a roiv here, roiv nashim yaldois, standard woman gives birth, and therefore we have to be cheshish that the tzara gave birth. And therefore, until we can get verification, until we can get Ada saying that, you know what, we, we saw the Tzara and she didn't give birth, she doesn't have a child, she is in a holding pattern. And we'll have to understand why, okay? So she's stuck. She can't, let's say she would be falling to Yibam, okay? She can't, Leitinase, um, again, we're talking about in a Yibam situation over here. So there is a brother. <clears throat> she can't do Yibam and she can't marry Lashuk. We don't know what, what she is, because we don't know if there's a child there. Now, let's say she has a mother-in-law, okay, in Medina Sayam, and, and now the Rishonim learned not Davka. The point is, so again, let's say you're talking, so now this is the Mishnah where we're discussing, we're being chayshish for people being born later after whatever we knew right now. So again, if the husband and a tsara go to Medina Sayyam, she has to be chayshish, and the husband, we got word that the husband died, okay, so now she should be free to do yibam, except that since she went with the tsara, we have to be, that's the reisha, we have to be concerned that maybe the tsara gave birth, and we don't know if she is, she, she can marry Lashuk, or she could do yibam. We don't know, and therefore she's stuck. And the Gemara's going to discuss all the details why she's stuck. Why not do chalitza, for instance? Okay. Now, the second case is, let's say she had a mother-in-law. So whereas by a tzara, we have to be concerned that maybe the tzara gave birth, the mother-in-law, we do not have to be concerned. Okay, now what's the primary difference between the, we'll speak this out now because Rashi does, and the Gemara is obviously going to go through this, but what's the difference between why are we cheshish for the tzara giving birth and not the mother-in-law, because the tzara, no matter what the tzara <coughs> gives birth to, boy or girl, would, um, would then result in that the woman doesn't fall to yibam. Okay, and then it's Eishas Hashalai V'maka Mitzvah, she can't do yibam. Okay, so she would, she would be free. No matter what that child is, if it's a boy or a girl, it doesn't matter. Okay, it's considered to make him zera, that, 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 that he has, and, and therefore there wouldn't be yibam. However, with the mother-in-law, it's only a boy, right? It's only... Only if the mother-in-law would now have a brother, okay? Um, now, when you look at, when you look at Raif, so there's always a miat, you take off the top, of a miat of babies that are nephalim. We've had this concept before. And therefore, the chance that it's a zahar is less than 50%. Okay? And therefore, that's why by the tsara, any, where any child will will uh, take her out of the possibility of yibam, we have to be concerned. But when we talk about chamaisa, it's only a zahar, and therefore... 
So she has a mother-in-law, that the mother-in-law gave birth to another uh, brother, essentially, and now she should be falling to Yibam. Yatsa Malaya, Cheshashas. Let's say the Chamoisa went out and she was actually pregnant, then we have to be Cheshesh, Rabbi Shuaimer, in a Cheshesh. So we'll come back to explain the end of this mission. The Gemara is not actually going to, but once we finish up the Sugya to understand proper understanding of the Rish and the Seifa, then we'll come back and we'll, we'll address this. Now, Zakta Gemara, my he, so just an interesting lesson said, Aisha Shalach, Balatosamirasayam, Uvov Amr Lamez Balach, Loitinosavitisam, Anchitetashem Beres, he, Tsaraso. Why did it say, why did it say, Shemam Buberes, Tsaraso? Why did it say, he, Tsaraso? So the Gemara is just going to address that first. My he, Tsaraso, Kamashmalon, Lahot Tsarach Haishinan. Okay, only Lahot Tsaruhu de Haishinan. We're only concerned about a Tsara we know about that we have to verify that none of the tsaras had children. However, we don't have to be concerned with the husband went overseas that he found himself a new wife there and subsequently had babies. That we don't have to be concerned about. Okay, so let's see. Again, we said that a woman gets word that her husband passed away. She had no children. If there is a tsara, she cannot do anything until... We verify that the tsara didn't have any children. Now, Bishlam Yuvumi Lois, I understand why you can't have her go ahead and do Yibam because you're playing with fire to Dilma Mi Abra, because maybe the Tsara had a child. The Kapaga Baeshis Achda Raisa. Now you're doing Yibam to a to a Ashis Achda Raisa Shalimakum mitzvah. El Latina say, Am I? Why don't we go after Raiv? Halakha Raiv Nashim, Raiv Nashim Mis Abrais Vyoldis. So again, if you're gonna say Raiv, Assume that she had a child. Let her marry Lashuk. Rave women have children. So even though she had no children, but we have to assume that Sarah had a child. Let's take that as an assumption and she should go ahead and be free to marry Lashuk. Once, because again, we're, we're Nemon that the husband died. That's not the issue here. The question is, is, is she stuck to the Yavim or not? Well, why don't we say Rave women have children? This is another wife. We assume she had a child. And therefore, she'd be free to, free to marry Lashuk. So he Uta. Maybe we're, talk, we're going in Rameyer Shita. Rameyer holds as of Machlikis. We've had this numerous times throughout Yavamas, case okay, specific to Kitana and to Kitanim, whether they can do Yibam or not, whether we're Chayshish for Sister Islandists, which we'll see in a second here. But maybe you'll tell me our mission is Rameyer, we're Chayshlam Yuta, and therefore we, she has to hold back from doing anything because we're Chayshish for the Miut that maybe the Tzara didn't have any children, and maybe she is, right? And there's an Isra Lab of Yavam so the Gemara says, no. We're going to try to answer. When did the Rabbanon go basar raiv? That's ruba de isa kamon. That's when there's a raiv in front of us, right? For instance, okay, like the case of when there's nine stores, I don't know which store the meat came out of, so I'm going to go based on raiv or Sanhedrin, right? We go after uh, Sanhedrin when we talk about raiv, but those are both raiv de isa kamon, right? We tally up the votes, essentially, and we go basar raiv. But maybe Abu Ruba Delessa come on. What's a Ruba Delessa come on? That's when we go based on statistics. It's not our specific case where we can count and do a tally. It's in general, right? Rive women, um, rive women have what? Uh, rive women have children, but there is a miyot. So maybe since this rive is only a statistical rive, it's not a practical rive that I can tally up and say most. No, it's we take all the numbers. Abu Ruba Delessa come on. So that's considered a rude less come on. And the Havamina is now, yes, I know that there's a Machlekes when we talk, Machlekes Rameyer and the Rabbanon, whether we go bus or right. Maybe that whole Machlekes, or sorry, whether we're Cheshish for the Miyot, maybe that whole Machlekes is only the Ruba de Isa come on. It's a stronger right. But if it's a weaker right, 
It's the less a kaman. It's not here. We're just basically getting on statistics. Maybe that's not considered a good enough raiv. And then the Rabbonon would also agree And since we're chayshashlamiyad over here, we have to be concerned that maybe the tsar did not have a child. If the tsar did not have a child, then she can't get married l'shuk because... Um, or because maybe she's zakuk to the yavam. Alva ruba the lesa kama on layazir avana basa ruba. Okay, now Taisus here just interjects. He says, by the way, we could have just as well asked that this whole roiv is tali b'maisa. But it's, the answer is a great answer. So Taisus says one. Taisus has two answers. He says, okay, well, why don't we just say that the whole roiv over here is based on what that she is going to have a bia and she's going to be in this abra. She's going to be in this abra. Right? And then she'll have a child. Maybe the Rabbanon, you're trying to find out limit when the Rabbanon said we go basar rive. Well, maybe the Rabbanon, hold, we only go basar rive when it's not talibimaisa. Abu talibimaisa. Here they have to be zakaklabiya in order to get pregnant. So therefore, maybe the Rabbanon will agree we don't go basar rive and we have to be chashish for the miyad. Okay, and it says like we find in Bechiris, and Tesis' answer, one, Tesis' two answers, either Lamaskana that doesn't work, but, but, inami, ein chashav tali b'maisa, ela memela hubash adam nizkakal ishtai. And in this situation, we don't consider the maisa bia between husband and wife to be a action. It's built in. That's their husband and wife. They're going to live like husband and wife, okay, and therefore it's not considered a, 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 a right that comes about based on an action that is, that is built in and it is standard. Okay, but either way, so the Gemara is trying to say again, we said that our Mishnah, meaning the fact that a woman receives word who has a tzara, she is, we understand why she can't do Yibam. But she can't, and there were no other children that we knew about, she can't go ahead and marry Lashuk because we have to be chayshish that the tzara maybe didn't have a baby and she's zakuk to Yibam. Okay, and the, uh, and, and the Gemara asked, I, Rav Nashim Yaldos, we said maybe it's Rameir Chayashim Yuta, and the Gemara is now being daicha that saying that no, that maybe the Rabbanon will agree if to be Chayashish Lamiot when it's a Miot, the Lesa, come on. Frakti Gemara, really? Is that what you're going to say? Even that it could be even Chitish Rabbanon, Mary Katva Katana, Derubi, the Lesa, come on. Okay, that's a statistical Rav, Katana and Katana, who, the Azi Rabbanon, Basar Ruba, and the Rabbanon go Basar Rav. Ditanya, okay, so even though it's a ruba the less I come on Ditanya, we learned that a katan katana lechalitza on the yam. They can't do chalitza or or yibum. Diver Rameir, that's Rameir Shita. I'm another Rabbanon respond to Rameir. I'm another Rameir. Yafa amart, yeah, she'ain chalitzin. Okay, Yafa amret she'ain chalitzin. It's good that you're right. A katan katana can't do chalitza. Why? That's because the pasuk says ish. Okay, that it has to be a man. You have to be a gadol to do chalisa ksiv parsha umakshin on isha leish and we're makish isha leish like we've had before. Ela matam in miyavim. Why can't they do yibum? Amar lahem. So the Rameir responded back to the Rabbanon. Katan shem yimsa srisk tana shem atimsa islandis benimsi poygeim beerva. Okay, so we see the Rameir is chayshish lamiot. Okay, that we are concerned about poygeim beerva. Rabbanon savri zil basar ruba dekatanim v'roiv katanim lav srisin inhu. Okay, and Rav, we can, we can go based on Rav. Rav, Ketanim are not Sris. Rav, Ketanois are not Islandesses. And therefore, Zilbas are Rav, Ketanis, Rav, Ketanis, Lav, Islandes, Ninhu. Okay, and that's a statistical Rav. It's not a practical Rav. Statistically, we can look and see, and therefore, we're not concerned. So we see that the Rabbanon, even by a Ruba, the less come on a statistical Rav, will not be chayshish for miyot. Okay, and therefore, Ella says the, the Gemara, machavarita masnisen rameyerhi. You have to say our Mishnah is rameyer. Okay, so again, is, right? Why, why can't the woman that receives word that her husband died, why can't she, we said she's stuck in a holding pattern. We know she can't do Yibam, that's Pasha. 
but why can't she marry Lashuk? Because we're chayshish to the miyot, and maybe, even though we have a rive that says, rive women do give birth, maybe the tsara did not give birth, and therefore she's zakuk to the yabba. Okay, good. So you worked out the ratio. The problem is, let's look at the seifa. If she has a mother-in-law, we don't have to be concerned that the mother-in-law gave birth. Well, rive women give birth. So why don't we have to be concerned that the mother-in-law gave birth and her husband now has a brother that we didn't know about, okay? So the Gemara says, um, so the, okay, so the Gemara is making the Cheshman like this, that, and like we spoke out, that even though it's a miyot, that's the kasha, even though it's a miyot, that, that it'll be a zachar, and that there'll be a yabam over here, still, if you're saying it's Ramey, Ramey is chayshish l'miyot, so then we should be concerned, even though it's a miyot, right? The fact that the mother-in-law would have a, or her husband would have a brother, is a miyot. Because raiv, we said raiv, are a combination of nekeva and nefel. So zachar is a miyot. But yet, if you're saying that our mission is Ramey, let's just read that again. Okay? Okay, so most women give birth. Now, so the standard, Rav tells us they're giving birth. There's a few who are, who are mapilis. So take off the top a few percentage point, whatever that is. Okay, and then it's 50-50. Okay, that is a reason to say why the chances are, if you employ Rav here, that Rav, of any, Rav even though there's a Rav to tell me that shall give birth, but rive of the ones that give birth won't result in a yavam over here. Yet still, so the Gemara answers Dilma Kivan Okay, so yeah, Rameir is but not when it goes in the flies in the face of a chazaka. The chazaka is that she's lashuk, right? Because the chazaka is that her husband does not have a brother. And therefore, <laughs> the chances that the mother-in-law will have a zachar is only a miyot. And miyot is not going to unseat a chazaka. And therefore, in the case of chamais, a chamaisa, we don't have to be chayshish that she had a child and she's free to marry Lashok. Why is this a bit chazaka? Rav says that any time, we don't know. No, no. <laughs> he, could, he could always have a brother. But chazaka, so, but it starts with chazaka. The chazaka is she doesn't. The last thing we knew was chazaka. The last thing we knew was that there was no brother. So that's our chazaka. So Rav give birth, but miyot, miyot are zachar. So, so, okay, so let's say her husband was here and her mother-in-law was someplace else. So that would be a chazaka also, or it was already, we never knew if he had a brother. Let's say every what? Wo- every woman. Yeah. Right? Her husband is here. Uh-huh. Her mother is someplace else. Her mother in law is someplace else. Yeah. Right? So the Chazaka, original Chazaka just stands. That when she got married, he didn't have a brother. Yeah. Okay. So Omar, right? 
So, Frechtigamara, Reisha de Ichazek Liyibam, so now the Gemara is going to ask the Pasha question over here. Well, one second. In the Reisha, you have a Chazaka that she's made to do Yibam. Why? Because the last thing we knew, there was no brother. So once her husband dies, she should go ahead and do Yibam. Okay. So, and, and, and Taisa says over here, he just had to explain the Kasha, right? Because we have a problem. Okay, because like we said, any child. Look at the bottom line of Tessus. Just like a chazaka plus roiv. Okay, chazaka l'shuk will help me with roiv. Okay, so maybe we should add, says Tessus, maybe we should add the chazaka of yibum together with the miot mapilais. Okay, and go ahead and say... So there is a me at Mapilois. So therefore, even though we have a Raiv that says that the woman's going to give birth, okay, so what's, what's clear is Raiv, right, we're going to say that um, Raiv is better than Chazaka. That's clear. So Tyson's is coming to understand, well, what's the Havimim to say she should do Yibam? We already know there's a Raiv, right, Russian Yaldos. And of those, any child is only a me at Mapil. Any child will now, um, will now potter her from Yibam. So we already know that, that there's a rave there, right? So the question was, why is, she, why is she in a holding pattern? Why can't she get married? So we said it's Rameir who's Cheshesh Lamiya. Well, Frechting Amara now, I don't understand. If you're saying there's a Chazaka and you're adding stuff to the Chazaka, so say, say Chazaka plus Miat Mapilois, okay? And that should unseat the rave. And she should go ahead and do Yibam. So the Gemara says, Amarav Nachman, Amarav Baravua, Reisha de Iser Karis Chashashu. Okay, so again, we're trying to figure out why in the Reisha, why in the Reisha, Miut plays, meaning that it puts us in a suffix situation, and why in the Seifa, Miut doesn't, Miut Zacharim doesn't play, and we don't, and, and she can go ahead and, she can go ahead and marry Lashuk, right, in the Seifa, even though we don't have to be concerned for Miut. So the Gemara says, Gemara says, So when it's an Isr Karis, so it's very Chamer, so then we're going to be Chayshish that maybe the Tzara gave birth, based on Raiv, okay? And therefore, Seifa de Isr Lav, where it's only an Isr Lav, then we can stick with our original Chazaka, then Loi Chayshishu. So Amar Rabba, Rabba says, what are you talking about? Mikhti, Hadaraisa, Hadaraisa. Isr Karis, Isr Lav, the Rabbanon will not allow you to move forward if you're going to violate an Isr. That's universal. Mali yisr karis, mali yisr lav. It should make no difference. Ella, Amar Rava. Rava says, Reisha chazaka liyibam. In the Reisha, the chazaka is to yibam. Right? Why is that chazaka? Because the last thing we knew, we, we understood that. The husband, we know the husband's de- dead. So unless we know that there's a child born, the chazaka would tell me yibam. Viruba l'shuk. Raiv will tell me, Raiv Nashim Yaldais tells me that there was a child here, and she's free to marry Lashuk. Now the problem is, the chazaka adif keruba. A chazaka is not better than roiv. Roiv supersedes chazaka. Okay, and that's that's how it's set up right now. Okay, the icy miuta demapilois. Now take the miut that are mapil samech right, which would then we have two sides here. Either she goes to Yibam or Lashuk. There's no option, right? The, the woman here was married, came and said her husband died. She had no children. So there's two options for us. Either she's going to marry Lashuk or she's going to do Yibam. Those are our two options, okay? So now, we have a Chazaka that she should do Yibam and a Raiv that says that her tsara gave birth and therefore she should marry Lashuk. 
The, now, Rav trumps Chazaka, except that here, even on the Rav, we do have a miut of Mapilos. And if she was Mapilos, then Viter, she would be back, she, she, she would be doing Ibam. Okay, that, that would lend support to the Chazaka. So add the miut to the Chazaka. So I have Chazaka plus miut. Can I get Rav? Okay, and therefore it says, but, but I see miyuta de mapilo samach le chazaka. Add that on to the chazaka you have. Vavale palgo palga, and that'll give you a 50 50 situation. And therefore it says the racial etinasabilitis yabin. Okay, now, um, Tysus explains. Again, so we have the answer now, right? This is the ratio. Why in the ratio did Remeyer, it seems like Tesla says this is Remeyer, and it's La Dafka. We didn't have to say this. The other Rishonim learned that this answer could be going even the Rabban and Shita, right? Because we're not being really chayshish from it. What we're doing is we're saying, Rav women have children, right? What, what was our question? Why does, why, why can't, we know she can't do Yibam because it's a suffix, right? Right, but why can't she just marry Lashuk? Say Rav women have children, the Tzara of Mislama had a child, and she's free to marry Lashuk. So the way we're explaining it now, it doesn't have to be, we said it's Rameir Chashash Lamiot, okay? And therefore Mia don't have children, and now we have a problem, okay? And that's why she's stuck. So the Gemara is now saying that, but in order to understand, if, you can't just say we're Chashash Lamiot. It can't be that simple because we're chayshish lamiyot. Then in the seifa by chamaisa, there's a miyot zacharim, and we should be chayshish lamiyot as well. So Gemara is now going to explain that it's mechanical, right? We're going to we're going to play numbers. So we have chazaka that she does yibam. We have roiv that she doesn't do yibam. Roiv would tell me she goes l'shok. Okay. Now in the reisha, since there's a miyot now. Roiv beats Chazaka, except that since there's a miyot, we add the miyot onto Chazaka, and now it creates a true 50-50. What we're saying here is that if it's palgo palga, Chazaka liyibam, plus the miyot of mapilois, would, those would both add together to say she do yibam. Keneged, the standard Roiv, Roiv, um, Roiv Nashim Yaldois, that have, have children, and that she would have a child, and that would now marry, that would send her, that would send her Lashuk. Okay, and therefore it's 50-50. However, let's not go to the Seifa. Seifa, Chazaka, Lashuk. So what's the Chazaka? The Chazaka is that there is no brother, that she should be able to free to marry Lashuk. Viruba Lashuk. And there's also a Raif that tells her that she'll marry Lashuk. Why? Because Raif, again, we're talking about the Seifa, is the mother-in-law. Raif children that the mother-in-law is going to have, or Raif pregnancies, we should say, would result in Mapil, a nafel plus nekeva. So therefore, I have a rive, I have a chazaka plus a rive lashuk, babali zacharim miyuta, and the whole zacharim is miyut. So says the Gemara, zacharim miyuta, de miyuta. I, zacharim is a miyut against the rive, that rive pregnancies will not result in a zachar, and also it's considered a miyut, keneged, the chazaka, the chazaka that she's lashuk. And therefore, even Rameir is not going to be Chayesh Rameir to Miyot. So it says, Rava, that you want to know what the difference between the ratio and the Seifa? And again, the way Tysus explains it is that we're saying that in the ratio, we're sticking with what we said, which is that we're going in Shittas Rameir. But in, in, in Shittas Rameir, the Miyot, okay, the Miyot, in, in, in the ratio, the Miyot will get added to the Chazaka, and that tells us she should do Yibam. Keneged the Rav, which tells us she's free to, free to marry the Shuk, and therefore it's a true 50-50. But in the Seifa, okay, the, the Chazaka and the Rav are both Lashuk, and therefore the Miyot is not going to work. Yes, Mermeir is Chayshish Lamiyot, but it's not going to work against two. 
So now, let's go back, as we promised, to the last case of the Mishnah. We said, There we said we are Cheshesh. Why are we going to be Cheshesh now? So like this, because, as Mepharshim explained, Tesis alludes to it, it's the first Tesis in the Perek, Okay, but now it wouldn't make it wouldn't necessarily make sense until we move Rava. We said that why by Chamaisa do we not have to be concerned? Because we have a Chazaka and a Rav that she's Lashuk. Well, the problem is, and yes, I understand Miut, Rameir is Cheshish Lamiut against Rav, but not against Rav and Chazaka. So now we're going to say that like this there is, once she, went, once she got pregnant, so she is no longer, she no longer has the Chazaka that she's not going to have a child. She lost, it's hurah kasa. She doesn't have a chazaka that necessarily l'shuk. She's pregnant, and we don't know. It's a big question mark. But you can't go ahead and say that she has a, a chazaka that this, that, that this uh, daughter-in-law now has a chazaka l'shuk. The mother-in-law is pregnant. Okay, and therefore, it creates a, 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 a hurah, or a, a weakness in the chazaka, and therefore, we, we, we stick, since we said it's remeir, so we stick to a standard in that case, and that's why the Tanakama would hold, again, if we said a Shittah Shemeir, that Yatsa Malaya Cheshesh, Rabbi Yeshua, though, holds like the Rabbanon, who says we're not Cheshesh Lamiyot. Here we go like the Rav, and therefore, even though there is no Chazaka, Rav alone would tell you, again, simple Rav would tell you, even if we know she's pregnant, that it's not going to be a Zachar, and therefore we can rely on the Rav. And that's how you understand the... That is how the Rishonim explained Tosis and the Ramban explained the last case of the Mishnah. Okay, let's go. So the Gemara wants to say, okay, so like this. We explain now that we're in a holding pattern. Okay, we're in a holding pattern. She can't do Yivim. She can't marry Lashuk. What should she do? So she can't, get, she can't do anything forever. So Amar Ziri, like this. That's the standard rule to do Yibum if you didn't have this situation. She always has to wait three months. Right? We always said between husbands you have to wait three months. Havchanah. But on the shash that her tzara is pregnant, you have to wait nine months. Okay, and then says Then you could do chalitza. Why do you have to wait nine months? Because the problem is that chalitza. We don't know. Maybe the tzara is pregnant. Okay, and therefore chalitza of a preg- to a pregnant lady doesn't it doesn't work until the vlad comes out one way or another. Because like this, the chalitza won't won't potter. The Vlad will potter. And the Vlad doesn't potter until the Vlad comes out, I should say. Okay? And therefore, you wait nine months. Once you're past nine months, she can go ahead and do Chalitza, and then she can get married. This whole din of the Mishnah saying she's stuck really means for nine months. However, Reb Chanina argues, and he says, no, she's stuck forever. Why don't we just let her do Chalitza? What's the problem? Let her do Chalitza. And let her go free. Why are you saying she's stuck? This is an old sugi we've had a few times. Because the problem is, maybe the child will live. Maybe Adam will come later and say, you know what? This lady, this Sarah, had a child. Now, right, the woman that was back at home, that received the news originally, she did chalitza. What is it? What's the result of the chalitza? That she's ushered to a kahuna. So maybe she'll need a matricha kruz le kahuna. Maybe we'll have to call out and say she's really muttered to uh, uh, Kayin because she never really had Chalitza. Okay, so who cares? 
So let's do the Kruzla Kahuna. What's the problem? Call out and say, this woman, she did Chalitza, but she's still mutter to marry a Kayev. The Gemara says, Dilma Ikka The concern is that there were people that witnessed the Chalitza and they thought that she was also to marry a Kayev. Okay? They, they, they weren't for the, they weren't for, they, they weren't at the Chalitza, the calling out saying that the Chalitza was wrong because the Tzara did have a child. We're going to watch her marry a Kayev. We're going to see, assume that a Chalitza is allowed to marry a Kayev and that's a bad look and therefore because of that, we're now going to go ahead and say, don't do chalitza in this situation. Okay? Now, there is the, a discussion in the Rishonim, what happens if she did do chalitza, bidiyeved, can she marry Lashuk or not? Tanan, fractigamara, nitin li ben sayam. Okay, this was a case we had yesterday. Let's say, nitin li ben sayam. A woman says that I had a, a son overseas, right? She left without a child. But Amra, and she says, she's believed, again, because her. Her chazaka was to do yibam. The fact that she said she had a son and the son died, she didn't change anything. Everything as it was, is as it was. Meis Bali, let's say she says, my husband died. She says, my husband died and then my son. Okay, because here she's saying, I had a child, my husband died, and then my son. The point is that her saying she has a child is, is changing the chazaka and she's trying to get out of yibam. And the Mishnah said, what? what do we do in that situation? She said she had a child. We're chayshish. Therefore, she does chalitza. Why aren't we concerned that Edim will come and say, you know what? You know what? Really, she, is, she never needed chalitza. Really, she was potter. Like she said, we confirm what she said, which is that her husband died. She had a child. Her husband died and then her child died. The point is that she never needed a chalitza in the first place. Right? That confirm what she said. Now again, you did chalitza to her. What we said, the standard procedure is if you do chalitza in a situation because you don't know, so everyone assumes she's usher to a kayin, and then it turns out that she never needed, she never felt even, she never needed the chalitza. So you have to do a cruise. You have to do a public calling out saying, and the problem with that is we, we don't like to do that because we're, we're afraid that someone might not be there for the cruise, for the callback, and they might watch, and they might watch her marry a kayin and think that a, a, a chalitza is allowed to marry a kayin. So I'm a rapapa, so how, do, how are you going to understand the case? Why we'd say in that case, we, we're chayshishin, she's not believed, but we're chayshishin, we tell her to do a chalitza, why do we tell her to do a chalitza there? We should be concerned with the same concern. So the Gemara says, I'm Papa, big grusha. Either the woman over there in that case was already a grusha, so anyways, she's also lakahuna. Since she's also lakahuna, so we don't need the kruz lakahuna. It's not true, right? The chalitza is of no consequence in regards to her status of not being able to marry a kain. Either way, or amar she says, you know what? This whole situation where I had a child and then the husband died and then the child died, okay? This was all in a cave and therefore no Adam will ever come forward. There are no Adam. Nobody else witnessed the event and therefore we're not going to need a crows since it's impossible to have Adam and since it's impossible to have Adam and we're not going to need a crows so we don't have to be concerned about it. Now, the result of that is that we've just severely limited the case of the Mishnah on Kuftir Ches where we said that we, even though she's not believed, she gets chalitza. So again, either we're talking about the woman was a grusha, or the woman was hunkered down in a cave when all these events occurred, because if there is a chance that someone can confirm that she never did fall to Yibam, 
okay, then we would need a cruz kahuna if she wasn't a grusha, and that would create problems for us, like we said here. Fine. Zuck the next Mishnah. Shte Yavamas. Let's say you have two Yavamas. So two Yavamas married to, there are two women married to two brothers. And there's only two brothers, Reuben and Shimon. Okay? So now, Zuay Meres Meis Bali, Zuay Meres Meis Bali. Each one come back, they went on a, they went on a uh, family trip, and each woman comes back and says, my husband's gone. So, Zuay Meres Meis Bali Shel Zuay, but Zuay Meres Meis Bali The problem is that, again, we're talking about a situation where neither of them had any children. There only were Reuben and Shimon. Reuben's wife come back, comes back and says, my husband died. Shimon's wife comes back and says, my husband died. The problem is that we listed in the case, Sarasa and the five women who are not believed, and Yevimta. Okay, that we are shash for tilkel. They are not believed to be made on the other one. So yes, Reuven's wife comes and says that Reuven died. She's believed in regards to Reuven, but she can't rely on Shimon's wife's edus that Shimon died, and she has to be concerned Shimon's still alive, and therefore she can't marry Lashuk. She's, she's, she's Zakuk Liyavam because we can't rely on Shimon's wife's edus to help Reuven's wife. And the same thing, vice versa. Luzu edim and luzu edim. So let's say one of them has Edim and one of them does not. So let's say Ruvain, Ruvain's, Ruvain's wife, okay, uh, there are Edim that Ruvain died. So now Ruvain's wife has Edim. Fine, but she didn't need the Edim to move on. But the problem is, so, so therefore, Eshegeshla Edim Asura, so she's stuck because she still doesn't know about Shimon, but... Shimon's wife can move on, because Shimon's wife now has the Adam that Ruvain died, to tell me that the Yavama died, and her, she's Neman on herself to say that her own husband died. So the Adam works for the other couple. And if, let's say, one of them had children, then again, because she never falls to Yavama. Again, each person, right, this is just math. Each person, Reuven's wife, let's say Reuven's, Reuven's wife had children from Reuven, so she, there's no Yibam situation here at all. She's free to marry because she has children and she's Nemon to say that her husband died. Now, Now, let's say there was another brother and let's say both women went ahead and did Yibam to that third brother. There was a lady. Okay, so Reuven's wife and Shimon's wife go ahead and do Yibam. Umesu hayivamin. And then Levi dies. So the Tanakama holds, they go back to where they were before, which is what? Usur. Since we still don't know, yes, Reuven, Reuven's wife and Shimon's wife both did Yibam to Levi, but once Levi died, okay, still, we, don't, we still don't know in regards to Reuven, in regards to Reuven's wife, maybe Shimon's still alive. In regards to Shimon's wife, maybe Reuven's still alive. Because that was only based on the Aegis of the Isha themselves, and they aren't Nemon to help Tsarasa, or what we call Tsarasa Yevinta in this situation, because they're potential. So Yevinta are potential Tsaras, right? That's the whole reason it, it was Aser. That's the whole reason we didn't believe their Aedas. Rebelezer Aimer, Hoyo the Hutru Yevamin, Hutru the Haladam. Now, once we allow them to get married, Yibam, so we see we put their actions into play, that they went ahead, right? Because if we're not believing them, then this is an Aishas Ish issue. Uh, this is not an Aishas Ach issue. This is a real Erva issue. So since we went out and believed them to put, to put their words into play to do Yibam, so then we're going to say that whole Shash went away. They're really believed and therefore they're free to go afterwards. So Zakh the Gemara. Tano. Lezu Edim. Now again, this is just a little bit more math. There's one additional Knech that the price is working out. Lezu Edim Ubanim. Lezu Loi Edim Banim. So let's say Ruvain had Edim and children, Ruvain's wife. But Lezu and Shimon didn't have either. Shnei Mutaris. They'll both be Mutar. 
right? Because we said the Bonham helps you and the Adem helps the Tzara, the other one. Okay, so therefore, in this situation, they'll both be mother. Now, Nisiyamu, let's go into the last case of the Mishnah where they did Yibam. Okay, so Rebbe Lazar said, since we allowed them to Yibam, they're mother to anybody. So now we have a question. What is Rebbe Lazar's Shita? Why aren't you concerned? My time with Rebbe Lazar. Maybe he argues on the whole din of the Tanakama. That whole idea that there's five women and a tzara zaser and a and uh, a tzara we're concerned on kilkel tzara and 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 um, a yivimta we're concerned about kilkel and therefore maybe he argues on that whole concern. Now Tosus just points out here that there's no havamina. If you look at the last Tosus, four lines of Venera liri deloy dami dila il vade shatzara a yivama ba lahed al chaverta ein lo liyas nemenas afilu rebelazer will agree that. If they're only coming to say independent aidas on the other one, that Rebbe is going to agree that they're not believed. Over here, Ruvain's wife, when she comes to say my husband died, wasn't coming to say, oh, and therefore Shimon's wife is now free to get married. That wasn't her point. Her point was to allow herself to get married. So maybe over here, maybe over here, Rebbe Lazar will argue. The Tanakhama held doesn't work at all. And maybe Rebbe Lazar is coming and saying that whole din in this situation where the Edus isn't on them, maybe, maybe I don't agree and maybe there's no concern. Oidilma, so that's one way of looking at it. The Rebbe Lazar doesn't hold that in a situation where they're coming to say Edus about themselves, that they're not going to be believed for Litzaraso or Lechaverta, right? Again, my time at the Rebbe Lazar, Mishim Dekosav Lechaverta, Oidilma, Mishim Dehilo Mekalkul or because she's not going to go on a suicide mission. If she's wrong and she's act, in taking action based on what she said, let's say Ruvain's wife goes ahead and gets married, so we're going to have to believe her. Is, is that Rebel Lazar's mindset that we're going to believe her since she's going ahead and getting married based on that, based on her own words? So that's why we're going to also believe her for Shimon's wife. But if she didn't get married, right? But, or, but we really do have a concern if she's coming to say, Edus, even though it's Nagea to her. But we, we would still have a concern if she's coming to say Edus about Shimon's wife. What's the Okay, so like this. Let's say, will we allow the Tzara, let's say Shimon's wife, to get married Lashuk before Ruben's wife does something? And vice versa. Okay, meaning, So if you say that Rebbe Lazar is arguing on this thing, and he holds that a Tzara is Neman for Chaverta, Meaning, same deal. If it's a Nemonist thing, so even if Ruvain's wife doesn't get married, Lashuk, Shimon's wife can still move forward because we're saying she's believed. If that's the whole Svara, that Ruvain is not, Ruvain's wife is not going to move on. And that's why Rebbe Lazar holds, will believe, since they did Yibum in this situation, since they did Yibum in this situation, that's why, <coughs> that's why we're going to go ahead and say that after the Yavam, dies, that they're going to be free to marry Lashuk, because they, they displayed it. They went ahead and actually put, put their Edus into action. Okay, but if Ruben's wife doesn't actually move forward with getting married, then Shimon's wife's not going to be mother. So again, is it based on the Nehmanas here, or is it based on the fact of that they're not going to be Makalkal? Is that why we're believing each one in regards to the other one, according to Rebbe Lazar. So, Tashima, we bring a Raya, Rebbe Lazar, Aymer, well, let's look at the Mishnah. It said, 
What's, what's unlocking the Nemanus? What's allowing them to move on after the Yibam? Since they did Yibam. So it sounds like it's because they actually put their Eidos into play. It's a kill that, that Rebbe Lazar holds that we're not chayshish, that they're going to be themselves. So, That's why it's, Rebbe Lazar says, Okay? Because they put it into place. So the kilkel reason makes more sense. So then why do I have to say, why do Rebbe Lazar have to say, what do you mean? If it's a nemonis that they're believed, since they said edus about themselves, they're automatically believed about the other one. So then why is it? Because they did yibam. No, they didn't have to do yibam to do that. Even if they didn't get married, it's not a kilkal issue. So, to which, now, the Gemara is going to be doicha. So you tried to bring a riot from the words of the Mishnah. It's not because the underpinning of why Rebbe Lazar says that will allow Shimon's wife to get married based on Ruvain's wife's edus is not because Ruvain's wife actually got married. Even it's because she said edus and Rebbe Lazar holds that her edus is believed when she said edus about herself for the tzara as well. I, what's going on in the Mishnah? No, it's a separate dialogue. The Rebbe Lazar that is going in Shitz Rabbanon. I don't need a marriage to prove it. No, there's a Namanis there. But according to the Rabbanon, that holds she's not Naman. You should at least agree to me. At least you, the Rabbanon, should agree that if Ruben's wife got married, so then we should take her seriously and we should allow Shimon's wife to move on. The Rabbanon, they say, no, still. Kilko doesn't play. Thomas Nafshi implished him Hudaka Avta. Okay, that the concern that is that her hate for the Tsara and the Yevimta is so rabid that she's going to take herself down and get married. And still the Rabbanon are going to hold this not okay. So we have extremes over here. We're, what we're saying now is we're Daicha the Raya. And therefore, according to Rabbi Lazar, even we don't even need her to get married. That it's she's Nemon because she was married about herself and it was Adis Nagaya to herself. We are going to be. Nam on her in regards to Shimon's wife. And the Rabbanon will hold, even if she went out and got married, still we're concerned about Thomas Nafshi and Plishin. Tashma, let's try to bring one more raya. A woman that went with her husband, and they told her your husband died. The tzara is aser. Now, So we see that the Isha. The edus on the isha will work for the tzara as well. Okay, now you have to explain that again. Why does edachad bisha work? Daiko minsava, and therefore it's really her own actions, and her actions won't help us for the tzara because she's going to mess over the tzara. So the Gemara says, right? So again, we we see a raya here that Rabbi Lazar holds that it's not based on kilkel; it's hoyel the hutrahi hutranami tzarasa. So the Gemara says, no, 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 no. Ema hoyel v'hutra v'nissis. We can wordsmith the Bryce a little and say that Rebbe Lazar holds only if she actually gets married will it work for the tzara. And really the chashash here is kelkel. Frak the Gemara, one second. You're saying nissis is good enough since she got married. Well, guess what? Shouldn't then I have another concern? Even if you tell me that the whole chashash in Rebbe Lazar is, is kelkel, and therefore when she gets married it should be okay, why aren't we concerned that the husband secretly gave her a get? 
Maybe she really had a get. And then she walked back into town saying, my husband died, my husband died, and she goes ahead and gets married. How, according to Rebbe Lazar, does Kilkel work? I don't understand. In any of these cases, if you're saying this far, if you're saying this far as Nehemiah is fine, then we can deal with it. But if you're saying this far as Kilkel, she could have really had a pocket get, okay? And she walks back in, and now she goes in and gets married, big display. Oh, we're going to allow the Tzara to get married. Yeah, because she was sitting on a get that nobody knew about. Okay, maybe she's not really going to herself. So the Gemara says, That we have to limit the case that we're talking about where she married a Kayin, and therefore the Kilkel is real, even if she had a get. Okay, so if she marries a Kayin, then we can be Samech on the Kilkel. Again, so now the Nafkamina here, again, we want to know why is Rebbe Lazar in this situation where they shouldn't be believed because they're Tzaras, or we call them, they're Yevintas, right? But it's the same Tzara as Tzara where they shouldn't be believed, why are they believed? Is it a raw nemonis? Okay, that we're, when she's being made about herself, we're going to believe her about the tzara, and Rabbi Lazar argues on the, on the Chachamim in that regard, or, or is it based on Kilkel? And if it's based on Kilkel, then you're going to be very limited in the situation. It's if she got married to a Kayin, if she got married to a Kayin, then we can go ahead and say that she's nemon, if it's based on Kilkel, if it's not based on nemonis, but either way, the Gemara is not push it the Shiloh here.